welcome to Somewhat Nerdy Radio. We are your hosts on this jolly episode. I am Starf Chris. I'm Critter. And this is our second... Our second annual Christmas list. 12 days of Christmas. Boom, boom, boom. It'd be more ho, ho, ho. Oh, yeah, ho, ho, ho. You just stuck on Halloween. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Halloween's my favorite holiday. I Uh, agree, I agree. uh, Christmas is a very, very, very close second. Most people that know me, I, I, I love Christmas. I really do. I got three kids. Christmas is awesome. Also, what we really enjoy every single year, for the second year in a row... A, yeah, sure. Let's go with it. Second, second year in a row. Uh, we did Christmas uh, episodes before our Christmas special. Yeah. Like our set in stone. Like, let's do 12 Nights of Christmas. Before we started doing 12 Nights of Christmas. Well, it was more nostalgic stuff. So yeah. So we were talking about, oh, favorite childhood toys, favorite stocking stuffers. You know, it was like, it was a countdown of that kind of crap. Uh, before we get into everything, make sure you go follow us on all the other social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, if you're on listening to us, whatever podcast app you're using, Spotify, which Spotify is the big one. If you're used to Spotify app, make sure you go follow us, uh, download all our podcasts, use an Apple podcast, I think so with the new name of it, go subscribe to us, download all the podcasts, and if you're using the Android, which is Google Podcast Now, everything's changed since we decided not to do podcasts anymore <clears throat> and do podcasts again. You uh, you sound very crotchety. You sound yeah, like a, very screwed. The world is changing since yeah, 2020. Bah, bah, I don't bah, know. Bah. Social media. Bah, Social bah, media. Bah. Technological changes. Find me a boiled goose. <laughs> so how are you doing, Crater? Uh, Not too bad. Doing all right. First of uh, all, we want to say uh, since the Halloween episode, which was a month ago, month and a half ago. Yeah. It was in October. It's December now, so... <laughs> Since October of this year, um, obviously we haven't released that many podcasts over the past couple of years since uh, 2020, since we took a break since 2019, which would have been math-wise two years ago. You had a kid, dude. You had a lot uh, Well, yeah. Start, I started a new job. The it world was, fell apart. Well, that happened in 2020. Yeah. So 2019, there, the only excuse was personal shit. So we released, uh, this is going to be our fourth podcast since 2020? Yes. We always release a Halloween special and a Christmas special, mostly because we just really like these podcasts. Uh, we already want to say um, the Halloween special from 2021, which was the last one we just did, was the most downloaded podcast we ever did. Of course! <laughs> no, <laughs> We've done no promotion. We haven't done a podcast. We don't release podcasts every two weeks like we were doing before. We, we don't even know anybody cares that we release some podcasts again. And then we released a Halloween special, and then it got more downloads than any podcast we ever released ever before. Well, I can explain it. The list is bomb. But people don't know that before they start listening to it, no? And the, well, they hear, hear a list and they want to know. First of all, they want to challenge it, which is interesting because even you challenge my lists. I do. Every time you're Every like, I want to add this, I'm like, bro, it's been on the list. It's been on the list. You did that for this Christmas list. This Christmas we only list. have two lists. And you've already, like, challenged me. I'm like, we did that last so year, dude. Critter sends me this list, and I'm like, no, we did all these. I literally thought we did every single one of the movies, almost every single one of the movies on this list last year. But So the ones he was going to recommend, listen to this shit, he was like, how about we do these, and they were all ones from last year that we did. Which means Critter did a great list last year. Which means he did a great list 
this year. I do great lists, man. He does a great list. Um, I mean, if Carter ain't good at anything else, he's good at making lists. Good at making lists. And, and boy, howdy, I got lists for days on my phone. Did you see my notes app? Then I have my checklist lists. Ooh. I can't believe I said boy howdy. Boy howdy. <laughs> Why do I sound like a, like, a, like a sitcom star from the Golden Nature Radio? <laughs> boy howdy. Well, just moving on on now. Gee willigers. Gee willigers. Again, I just want to talk about just uh, the great response, uh, the Halloween special that we released in October. Uh, it was really cool to talk to some of the people on Twitter, which some people did the uh, live stream of watching the, the movies every single night. Uh, during Halloween, the 13 nights Halloween. Tonight we're going to be doing 12 days of Christmas, which means in December, starting on the 13th, we're going to watch a new movie all the way until Christmas night, which will obviously be the 12 nights of Christmas. During Halloween, this worked out really well. So if you want to talk about it, with us on Twitter. We also release a new graphic on every single day of the 12 days of Christmas, just to remind you what movie you need to watch, and if you're gonna watch it with us, and you want to watch it on those days, uh, we'll also be talking about it on Twitter, just to remind you what movie it is. We love these kind of lists, so we're gonna go ahead and move on to the list. Critter, as usual, is really good at making lists. This is another really great list from Critter, so I will go ahead and concede to Critter, as usual. I add like one, maybe two movies. I think it was two this time. I think it's three. Technically, you probably would have added some of the other ones that I said. There are some I leave out, because I feel like you kind of want to throw in there. Yeah, because I like more... Um, I kind of make you feel like you do something. I don't do much here. <laughs> this is this is really all you. I like how you're giving me all this credit, yet you're the one that edits the podcast, and I just sit around and do nothing. Nobody needs to know that. The editing and all that stuff is all the easy work. The list is the most important part. So, let's go ahead and get into our first movie. And on the first day of Christmas... On the first day of Christmas, or... Still haven't figured this out. I know I talked about it yeah, last year. Yeah, we did year. this last year, right? Uh, I, I need to talk to Ken from Watch Your Mouth Podcast to come up with a little jingle for us. That would be phenomenal. I, I couldn't do it, but he could come up with something. He, and he knows people. He can get some singers to get this going. It is Just Friends... From 2005. I love my life. You're awesome. Those are awesome. Music producer Chris Brander has it all. I saw you flirting with me out there. How did you do that to your boyfriend? We're just friends. But in high school, things were a little different. You mean more to me than anyone in this whole world. Really? I love you, Chris. I'll be there. Like a brother. We're friends, right? Shut up! Just leave him alone! Oh my god! Ten years later, touring with the world's hottest pop star... God, I wanna lick your skin off. ...will take him home for the holidays. Hi, Mom. <laughs> this is my brother, Mike. You're hot. I know, I know. <laughs> now, when he sees the girl he never forgot... Jamie? He's going to get a second chance. Oh my god, I can put my arms around you. <laughs> to win his first love. Wow, Chris. Jamie Palomino. But it's going to be a lot harder. We're going to be more than just friends. Mom! I need my skates to show off my talents. You're a lot better than before. Than he ever thought. You're I'm sorry, okay? You want to fight hard. Don't worry, Chris, you're gonna be fine. 
Amy Palomino. Dusty Dinkleman? <laughs> I can't compete with this guy. You see him play that guitar? It's like he has 15 fingers. Nice outfit, by the way. Rock and roll. That is so cute. I just want to eat you both up. New Line Cinema presents. You're not the same person I was in high school, pal. You always be fat to me, Chris. Ah! Ryan Reynolds, Amy Smart, Anna Ferris, and Chris Klein. How'd the big date go? It was terrible. I went in for a kiss, but she wants a hug. Then I get caught in a sort of kiss hug limbo type thing. You gave her a body shake? <laughs> Just friends. Hey, hey, Merry Christmas, neighbor. So this is a Deadpool and Amy Smart. Amy Smart. Amy Smart. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool, obviously. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Um, this is a rom com. Okay, so yes, it is a rom com, but to me, it falls a little bit more commie than Rami. Um, it definitely is rom com. It's Ryan. It's Ryan Reynolds. I mean, well, yeah. It, Ryan Reynolds is like if you watch early it, Ryan Reynolds too. Pretty early. I mean, it's two thousand five, so it's like right after like um, waiting, waiting, and more more specifically. Um, Van Wilder. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. That yeah, was a big one. Yeah. Um, but honestly, it's a fun show and uh, a fun sh movie. Anna Ferris is in it. She's a really great. Anna Ferris is pretty good in there. Character. Yeah. She plays this very ditzy, like kind of imagine that yeah. almost psychopathic uh, pop star that drives Ryan Reynolds crazy. But anyway, the premise is, as you know from the trailer, he was fat, had a crush on a girl. She liked him as a friend, friend zone problems, blah, 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 blah. But he got made fun of for liking her. She, it's not that anything she did, she was fine. He he was embarrassed and ran away, and then he lost all the weight. He, when he came back, he was trying to impress her with, like, everything that he changed about himself to be more desirable to women. He's and in shape, man. He's, he's in shape. He's rich. He's popular. He knows famous people. And she does not care. And and. Not only that, everything he does backfires on him, so it goes very poorly for him. But all the while being very funny. Very funny characters. His little brother is uh, one of the guys, uh, he was in Girl Next Door, and I forget his name, but great, great actor. I'm surprised he's not in more stuff, honestly. But he was also in Freddy vs. Jason. He played the, the smart kid. The nerdy kid. The nerdy kid. Yeah. Was it Liedemer? Or Liedemer. Liedemer or something like that? Sure. Something like that. He's like the, the little skinny black-haired kid. That was dating uh, the Beyonce girl. Or trying to date the Beyonce girl. Hitting on the Beyonce girl. Destiny Child. Beyonce, Destiny Child. Is there a difference? Yes, there is. He, he He's a really funny character. Kind of a bully to even Ryan Reynolds still. Um, anyway, I just like this movie. I like rom-coms in general. And this takes place over Christmas. And it adds that extra... Hallmark feeling of Christmas, but still not as cheesy as the Hallmark movie. So I don't like rom-coms really? at all. Yeah, no, at no. all. I like I'm pretty anti-rom-com. I like I've seen maybe a, maybe two of my whole entire life that I like. Which two did you see? It's it's, it's maybe none. Now you're calling me out on it. I can't name a rom-com that I like. Like, give me one, and I might be able Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't like rom coms normally. I I don't like. I it's not. If I was ever gonna make a list of movies I like, I don't think a rom com would be on any of those lists uh, ever. This movie I've seen and I have zero memory of it. Yeah, well, 
And I've probably seen it when it was in theaters. I think I went on a date with a girl, which I'm hoping is my wife, possibly. <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> yeah. Or does. Maybe, maybe and, she'll give you an insight. In, in 2005, I knew my wife. But I don't know how close we were at the time, so there's a possibility that I went on a date with my wife to watch this movie. That may be the only time I've ever seen this movie. It's good. It's yeah, it's Ryan Reynolds and Amy Smart, which I actually like. And then uh, Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris, which have been early all and, the people. Um, and Chris Klein. Oh no shit! No shit. So I mean, and his like, character is awesome. So there's like he's a such, lot of so ridiculous late '90s, early 2000 people in this movie. Uh-huh. The most important part from what we're talking about right now, Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas rom com. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's all the feelings of Hallmark without it being a Hallmark movie because Hallmark Which are movies god are awful. Like there are so many great like little videos about people pitching Hallmark movies, and they're always funny. They're like. Imagine a guy from the Bay, and it's like... Oh, well, by the way, I think me and you <clears throat> can probably write Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, and all the, all the joke people that come up with them, they're all phenomenal idea plots. Why are Hallmark. we doing that instead of doing podcasts? I, I don't know. Making Hallmark movies? Because, first of all, I don't think you could deal with it. I think the amount of eye-rolling that would happen every single time my somebody head, did my something... My eyes would fall yeah, off. Like you would be, if you were even directing it, you'd be like, and then do this I'm shit done. that people in love fucking do. I don't fucking care. Get it out of here. Oh, my God. Cut. Over. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to the second day of our Christmas special. Home Alone 2. Lost in New York. Almost sounds like a horror movie. Lost the halls with Marv and Harry. Yes! Make their Christmas not so merry. Give them bricks and give them wrenches. One more Christmas in the trenches. Toss some paint cans down to greet them. Send the toolbox down to meet them. Serve the nails for Christmas dinner. Kevin is declared the winner. May I do the thinking, please? Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. You work after shave? That's kerosene. Now, why would anybody soak a rope in kerosene? Merry Christmas. This is obviously the 1992 Home Alone 2 sequel to the first one, which was on our last list. Yes, it was. Uh, I saw this one in theaters. I did too. I was 10? Yeah, 10 in 92. I was 9. 9 or 10, whatever. I just turned... Math. (laughs) Math. But I saw this in theaters. I also played the video game a shit ton, which is hard as hell. Uh, But this is like... To me, key early 90s Christmas movie. Get one of those other movies that you watched and go, that family's way richer than I am. I'll tell you this. The, let's disregard the disbelief that this guy has this many people in his family and he's able to support these kind of vacation plans. Drug dealer? Something. Well, <laughs> embezzling something. He's doing something <laughs> yeah, illegal. Yeah, he's doing something. Or he's just rich. He's yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. he's some kind of, some kind of like... Plastic surgeon, doctor, something. Possible. They never touch on it. They never touch on it. They never tell him. Anyway, he's not a good parent. That's one. Obviously. <laughs> and and the mom, I mean, I think she's a better mom in Shit's Creek. 
you know? <laughs> nice. <laughs> but what I, what I love about this movie is that it's a sequel to a movie that's so well-recepted, and it's still good. A well-recepted movie. Yeah, it's not like... It's, not it's like, like a, one of those movies that like just recycled the first one. It did. It did, but it did things differently where it wasn't the same exact fucking movie. I don't know, man. It seems almost exactly the same, but it doesn't bother me. Uh, he's in Trump Tower. It doesn't It doesn't bother me that he did pretty much the same things. Uh, but he, like, he had to go to the abandoned house. He had to run all over New York. He had to go to the city park. You can, it, it's you like can, all these the, are uh, uh, like it's all parallel <laughs> to the first movie. It is, it is. But it's a movie that you can watch and you don't watch. They the even second did the one. awesome like when he threw that party in his old house in the uh, in the first one, where he had all those cutouts of people on trains, making it look like he had a house party. You know oh, how much did, ingenuity he, he that took. Inf- uh, inflatable, inflatable clown inflatable in the, clown in the bathroom. Guy. Get out of here, little. But it's not. That's that's the point of the movie, though. Plus, plus, it had Tim Curry. Oh, it did add Tim Curry. Yeah. I miss Tim Curry. No, this is a movie that I saw in theaters. It, it's always been one of those movies that I had on VHS. It's like one of those movies I watch every single year during Christmas and it, throughout the and year. holy shit, did I want a Talkboy. Yeah, man, look, whenever Talkboy got released years... I was I, like, oh, the shenanigans I, I can get into. I had a Talkboy, which didn't work at all. Like, like they did, yeah. No, it didn't work. You just they hit the button to record your voice and replay it and like... Fake phone calls and shit. Yeah, and like you can that. lower it. And like, no, no, that shit, shit didn't like happen. That. But the problem is, like, I think a few years ago, I wanted to buy a Talkboy off of eBay, and they're fucking super expensive. Well, it's because because it's a stupid it. movie. Well, no, it's because everybody has the same fucking idea. You, yeah, have. yeah exactly. Don't act like you're unique. <laughs> I'm not a unique. I just want a Talkboy on my shelf. They're stupid. And actually, the one that was in my house when we were growing up wasn't even mine. It was like one of my brothers. Of course. As it happens. But I'm the oldest one, so was mine. That's what my brother did to me. Yeah, exactly. That's my power was now, bitch. It's, that's uh, older brother privilege. Ugh, you guys are the worst. <laughs> Alright, let's go ahead and uh, move on to the third day of Christmas. On the third day of Christmas, we have... Now this one, as you know, if you listen to Halloween episodes, you know this is near and dear to our heart. This is A Nightmare Before Christmas. Welcome to an extraordinary world filled with magic and wonder. Open your mind and let yourself go to a place where every day is Halloween and every night Jack Skellington I am the Pumpkin King! dreams of something different. What is this? It's someplace new. Jack, look out! What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. Was this a star? What is this? Haven't you heard of peace on earth and goodwill toward men? <laughs> Touchstone Pictures presents the enchanting story of two very special dreamers and the holiday spirit that brought them together. From the imagination of Tim Burton comes The Nightmare Before Christmas. And what did Santa bring you, honey? This movie came out in 1993, which I also saw in theaters. Yep. This is 
not only a great Christmas movie, this is a movie that's so close to my heart. I love this movie, even though Emo Kids kind of adopted it for himself. Well, I'll, you I'll, can't blame him. Because I don't, let, let I don't blame something. him. The soundtrack fucking slaps, dude. Dude, I have the original soundtrack. All the way through. Uh, Johnson, banger, Johnson banger, Davis banger. Uh, redid the whole entire soundtrack a few years ago. I don't know if you ever heard it. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, Johnson Davis, um, uh, Marilyn Manson, the Lincoln Park guys. He redid all the songs from the soundtrack uh, in hardcore metal mm-hmm. style. It's awesome. Uh, like we probably talked about on the last time we talked about Nightmare for Christmas, which was on... That was our first Halloween episode. Two like, years ago, three years ago? Five years ago. We five years ago? We did five, five God, uh, Halloween God episodes. World. I know, it just seems like, oh, we just did five lists of Halloween movies, dude. Uh, and Night- Nightmare Before Christmas was on the first one. Nightmare Before Christmas is literally <clears throat> on one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, I, I love all the music from it. I'm working on a tattoo. Actually. Those job kids at Hot Topic. Yeah, love you know, you everybody. Do. every time I, time I tell somebody I'm getting a tattoo from Night Before Christmas, like, you can't do that because goth kids do that. Like, no, I, don't do, ca- you, I don't care. Hey, do whatever you want, man. I'm just saying they're going to be I'm 40 years here. old. People I get gonna, tattooed whatever I want to on my gonna body. People are going to be real excited like when you go on the Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where you buy all the merchandise for Night Before Christmas. Uh, which, by the way, does have a, a live stream where they just did all the songs live with uh, Pee Wee Herman and and Danny Elfman. Oh yeah, he's he he sings all this. The uh, songs. So it was all uh, Pee Wee Herman, which plays one of the Ooboogie kids, and then uh, Danny Elfman. They did a live stream of like all their old songs, like live in concert. I think um, Billy Eilish. That's a person, right? Billy Eilish. Is it Eilish? I think it's Eilish. Let's go with Eilish. I I'm gonna take your word for it. She did uh, Sally. Okay. So they did all that. Well, they had line. to do Danny Elfman because it's Danny. Well, it's Elfman. Danny Elfman wrote all the music. So <laughs> well, and he he sang the songs. In the uh, he's Jack. Yeah, he's uh, he's not the he's no, not the voice he's actor. A singing he's voice a singing voice yeah. for Jack. I love this movie. It's a, a super one of those movies that like I can probably watch this movie every month out of Christmas, during Christmas, Halloween, January, July, whatever time in the year this movie's on. I'm probably gonna watch it. Well, I actively play it at least once a year and by the way that's a lot that's saying a lot considering how many movies i watch and i try to watch mostly new stuff yeah because i i like just to watch new things so like the fact that i spend time to rewatch something i have seen hundreds of times i'm like yeah hell yeah and sometimes twice a year because it's halloween or christmas or christmas yeah. yeah sometimes and or or sometimes it's or it just depends how i feel at the time and then it has the flip slide to it i love old school Claymation, mm-hmm. animation. Um, I love that just style of the movies that we just don't get anymore. We also now have that like weird style of claymation mixed with a lot of computer generation. And this is like one of those last things other than uh, James and the Giant Peach. Box Trolls, I believe. Was Box that. Trolls was like one of the last ones that was like, I think there was that monkey movie, which I can't remember the name of it. Um it was a monkey that had done Kung Fu. I don't remember the name of it. But oh, it yeah. All, yeah, you know, I, I don't remember the name of it. I love that type of art style and style of doing movies. And this is like a perfect interpretation of that. Actually, if you're listening, like we've said this before in a podcast, if you've never seen Nightmare for a Christmas, do you have electricity? 
Get off your ass. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I mean... Like, if just because if you hate golf kids and you hate Hot Topic, I Which I, I, totally, I can understand. I, I totally I mean, understand. It's not, it's not, I don't agree with you, I mean, but I understand. I mean, they don't guard or anything. They're, they stay in Hot Topic. Just, you know, <laughs> go literally anywhere else. But definitely watch this movie. It is good. And if you have kids that like music, especially now that musicals are now making a huge comeback, I, I, introduce this, this movie with just straight banger after banger, dude. I mean, this thing is ridiculous. Moving on. Now, this is a personal favorite of mine. On the fourth day of Christmas, I have picked a, a I'd say an unconstitutional classic of holiday cheer. You know, it's about friendship, I guess. But it's planes, trains, and automobiles. During holiday travel, some people get delirious. Some get delayed. And some get <laughs> Del Griffin. American Light and Fixture, Director of Sales, Shower Curtain Ring Division. Neil Page got all three. I was on my way home to spend a nice holiday with my family. Instead, I'm in a motel bed with a stranger. So instead of Thanksgiving with his family, he's spending three days with the turkey. <laughs> Two happy clams just whistling down the road. Flintstones, meet the Flintstones, they're the Martonic family. Paramount Pictures presents Wilma! Steve Martin. You ever been to Hawaii? Yeah. You see Don Ho while you were there? See the second show, that's the best one. Is that right? Yeah. John Candy. Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. In a new film by John Hughes. Planes, trains, and automobiles. See that Bears game last week? Yeah, hell of a game, hell of a game. So this is a Steve Martin, John Candy. You're listening to this podcast and you just heard Steve Martin and John Candy. You don't know who those In people the 80s. are. You don't know who these people are. I'm not telling you you're listening to the wrong podcast. But you need to do some fucking movie history. Well, I understand, okay, as a person that watches so many movies, including classics, um, it, it, it can be hard for people since the, the style is age. different. The age, things aren't practical but anymore. But these are time, this is a timeless movie, right? It, 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 sort of, no. I mean, it is and it isn't, because John Candy sells shower curtain rings. That's how he makes his living. That's oh, yeah, not that's a right. Thing. Okay, that's not a thing. You're right. Uh, also, I mean, like, if you go in an airport, when you're walking through, like, when they show the airport, that's not how airports are anymore. They made the airport seem yeah. like, you know, like anyone can go to them. And it's like almost so busy and hectic. And it is, but not like this. This looks like a shopping mall. They also, like, can call people in this movie at certain times. Now they're cell phones. All right, regardless of everything we just said it's, about how timeless it is. This is this is one of the a classic movie that's things go wrong. Traveling. Traveling with someone holidays. you don't know. Yeah, it's... it's. It came out in 1987, which I'm going to say, since the last time I've done like research on the people that listen to our podcast, this is probably older than 80% of the people that listen to this podcast. 1987, I'm four. I don't think I... Li- I, I Obviously, I'm not going to say I saw this in theaters. But I'm not too far. Oh, I didn't because this yeah. this was a this was an R-rated movie or at the time whatever it was. Oh, and it is actually an R-rated movie. It's it's it's. It is not an R-rated movie now when you watch it now. No, it is. I There's don't know. a lot of F words. Is there? It. Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Steve so Martin, I haven't seen Steve I haven't Martin's seen this. Martin's dropping bombs on Steve people. Steve Martin's stand-up comedy is always fucking dirty. 
Well, he's it, this movie is funny. It is it funny is. no matter no matter what age you watch it. It's funny. It may seem dated, but it's absolutely hysterical. It's that slapsticky get in the jams type of situation. And it's like uh, your peak John Candy. Peak John Candy. Peak. Uh, C. And if you don't know who uh, John Candy is, he died a long time ago in the nineties. Did you die in the nineties? Mm-hmm. That uh, western movie, right? Wagons East. Yeah. Um, I like. I remember. I like that movie too, for for different reasons. It's because it's his last movie, and I was a big fan of John Candy. Even though I was younger, I was a big movie person. John Candy was a, a, a right up there with Chris Farley was me, and I'm just not putting another fat guy uh, up there. Fat comedian. I'm a fat guy, so I'm, I'm okay with it. But these are people that I used to like watch movies for. I was always a big movie person, even being young, young, young. John Candy was fucking awesome back in the day. Steve Martin, which is also still alive, which also still makes com- comedies now. He has a show on uh, Hulu? Yes, it's very cool. What is that? Uh, uh, only Murders in the Building. Yes. Who they that? have a podcast. Who's that? What he does that with? Um, Dana Carvey. Martin Short. Martin Short. Martin so, Short and... Um, it's a girl. Selena Gomez. Yes. So it's them three and that's like the main characters, right? Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but it Steve Martin being in it and then Martin Short being in it, it's like enough to make me want to watch it. So and Steve Martin is just... I'm a big Muppets person, so I always think of Muppets and Steve Martin because Steve Martin's always in like a lot of the old Muppet uh, t- movies and mm-hmm. TV shows and stuff like that because uh, he's awesome and he plays instruments and he tells jokes and on the fifth day of christmas you know i can't let a list go by without a horror movie and this is just kind of a a staple i think i'm gonna throw in for every single list from now on some scary movie for anything and this one i picked a it's just a weird one and this one is a christmas horror story that came out in 2015 Christmas. Christmas. Most magical time of year. Tell me we will find the perfect Christmas tree. It's Christmas. Christmas is all about forgiveness and family and tradition. Santa, lots of kids are depending on tonight going off without a hit. But in Bailey Downs this Christmas, it's different. Exactly one year ago, last Christmas Eve, the school was the scene of an unimaginable crime. You still want to go down there just for some stupid school assignment? It's the only door in the school. This is Krampus, right? What's a Krampus? He's like an anti-Santa Claus. A demon who punishes the naughty. He whips them and chains them up, stuff like that. That's fine. It's the elves. I fear they may all become infected. How did it all come to this? Down here, and there's a psychopath on our loose. Bring the changeling back to the forest. That ain't his son. Did you not see what he did? The atmosphere here in Bailey Downs is truly grim this holiday season. So yes, a Christmas horror story it came out in 2015. I haven't watched this movie until recently. 
Well, I had it on the list. And you're like, I don't even know what that is. I'm like, bro, watch it. You gotta watch it. And I watched it. And it may be on my yearly rotation of Christmas movies for now on. It is not the best movie in the world. Oh, no. I, and you asked me, like, is it, like, this is awesome. And I was like, well, awesome's a bit of a stretch. And it's I said you awesome halfway through the movie. Yeah. By the end of the movie, I sent to you, it's okay. It's good. Yeah. It, I, and I called him out. I'm like, hey, man, how'd you go from fucking awesome to, yeah, it's okay. I, I get it. But I'll tell you, anthology movies are always kind of... So, yeah, this is an anthology tough. movie. It has, like, four different stories going on all at the same time. Uh, it has Will the, Shatner's in it, baby. Will Shatner is in it. That has nothing to do with anything in the whole entire movie. But he's great. Uh, he's a radio DJ that basically plays, uh, like, a Gene Simmons from uh, oh, uh, God, Trick your, or Treat. That's your reference? That's your reference so, for people? Yes. It's one of my favorite movies. Trick or Treat. From the 80s, you know, Sammy Kerr, you know, the Gene Simmons played the radio DJ. Basically, everybody knows what I'm talking about. I'm the, I just didn't name some kind of random movie that nobody knows what I'm talking about. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> uh, William Shatner, uh, you know, Captain Kirk plays a DJ that kind of ties everything together, but he, he really doesn't. Doesn't. He like, just, he's just there for no reason. Other yeah. than have William Shatner Exposition. in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like these four different stories, and they're loosely like, intertwined. They're very loosely, but that that's fine for an anthology. It like, is. They don't it need is. to be. They don't need to be tightly woven. And granted, some of the better anthology movies, like Trick or Treat, not to be confused with your Trick or Treat, <laughs> totally different movie. Totally different movie. It's well, very confusing. We'll do another review on that movie. Eventually. Um, <laughs> but it, I think it's a solid movie. The graphics yes, are great. I enjoy it. I enjoy this movie. Like I said, this maybe get turned into my normal rotation of uh, Christmas movies that I watch. Uh, so this is break down the anthology. There's a um, which is probably the best story of the whole entire movie. There's a Santa Claus fighting his evil elves that are slowly getting turned into zombies. It's awesome. Then there's classic Krampus. There's which, a Krampus story. Which there's always, I always feel like Krampus, and maybe I'm misunderstanding Krampus uh, legend, it always seemed like him and Santa were buds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like... I mean, during traditional lore, it's Santa took care of the good kids. And again, Krampus I've done killed no research. all the I've fucking done zero people. Research no, zero. I mean, like, I think I've read about this, like, years ago, but now I'm, like, trying I to... I think re- I read about this from last year when you had the other Christmas movie on. Oh, Rare Exports? Yeah, 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 that's it. I think that's the, the extent of my entire research on Krampus. So, but... And I've seen the Krampus movie that we haven't even put on the list yet. Bro, we got tons of time. Relax. <laughs> but anyway, I kind of feel like it's misconstrued that Krampus is, like, this anti... Like, like an antichrist type of thing to Santa. I feel like they're buds. You know, like you take the good, I'll take the bad, let the bad know, hey, this is how you're messing up instead of just getting cold. Also, I'm going to put you in a sack and lick you with a weird tongue. <laughs> Hit you with switches. Uh, he's got, like, these weird horn things, everything. Uh, he also looks like, you know, our Schwarzenegger painted white. There's also a ghost story in this movie, which is subpar. It really it is. is. This, the ghost story is the weakest one. There's yeah, a it changeling is. story, There's which is There's a changeling really cool. story that happens in this, and this. so it's like poor kind of horror stories that all revolve on Christmas. So for me not seeing this movie that came out in 2015, I'm kind of bummed out that it took me this long to see it. As usual, when Critter puts a movie on that I haven't seen, I'm like, how have I not seen this? And I'm a big horror guy. The problem is there's just too much horror out there. There is. I watch a lot of horror. I, as do I. Uh, 
Shutter is one of my normal descriptions that I always normally have. This movie is on Shutter, and they're still not a sponsor. <laughs> Look, I watch a lot of movies on there, and that's where I pull a lot from. And this is where I first watched it. It's not the first time I heard of it, but it was the first time I was able to watch it without. Look, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a, like a, a totally free uh, promotion. Uh, I think in the next couple of days there's going to be a Joe Bob Christmas special. Go watch that because it's always going to be good. Not a sponsor. Speaking of Arnold Schwarzenegger, on the sixth day of Christmas, we have Jingle All the Way. Alien Predators. Inhuman Terminators. Nuclear Terrorists. One man has conquered them all. Now, he faces his most fearsome challenge ever. To buy his son the most wanted toy in the nation. On the day before Christmas. But this time... It'll take more than muscle. It'll take a miracle. <laughs> I got the last one, sucker. <laughs> this is war. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Jingle all the way. The comedy that separates the men from the toys. So, I'm going to say this without being ashamed of it. This is literally one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Um, Bit of a stretch, but go on. No, it's not. It's not even a stretch. It's not a stretch for me. For you. Oh, yeah. Okay. I saw this in theaters. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger, to me at this time can do no wrong. And then he released a movie revolving around my fucking favorite holiday. Second favorite. Halloween's your favorite. Yeah, Halloween is my favorite. Yeah, Christmas is very close now. I mean, yeah, but it's almost I'm calling out all kinds of shit. <laughs> and it has Sinbad in it. I do like Sinbad. And then, I mean, I know if you're younger listening to this podcast, you probably have no idea who Sinbad is. 1991 Terminator 2 came out. 1991. Wow. Wow. I saw that we talked Matt. about this on the podcast, Matt. <laughs> I saw this in the theater way after it was getting in the theaters because there was like a dollar movie theater. Doesn't we're not talking about Terminator Two? It doesn't matter. Jingle all the way. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. I watch it a couple times every single year, revolving around Christmas. Every time Christmas rolls up, all my kids know Turbo Man is about to be on the TV. To be fair, I was so after seeing that because I was a kid as well. I've seen that Turbo Man. By the way, that was a bomb-ass toy. You know, they just, they just re-released it. It's yeah, well, they had, it, they, had Walmart. It they had it back yeah, then, Yeah, I know too. they did. And I remember, it was big and expensive. Yeah, so it just got re-released by uh, Funko Toys. You can Makes walk sense. into Walmart right now and go buy a Turbo Man toy. Which is, I already have one. I don't have the vintage one. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger in old movies. Especially when it's this weird... It's like what The Rock had to go through. Modern days. Mm -hmm. 
Um, you had your action days, you had your like hardcore action days, you had your like bad movies, and then you move on to your comedy days. So we're talking about Twins and Kindergarten Cop. You're just saying good movies today. No, no, I don't, I don't know what these you're are. To tell these me. are all good movies. I, I don't know uh, I what agree. point you're trying to make. Besides, no. yeah, great movie, great movie, great movie, but, great movie. But great everybody movie. goes to this as a great. It, you know, it is funny that The Rock is going through very much the same thing, but on a on a like on a much different scale because now he's more he he's more involved in the product. He has his own production company and everything. Yeah. So Rock was very smart about taking control of his own. Well, I think it was because Arnold was already rich before. Yeah, so he didn't really care. Yeah. Like, give me a role, I'll go do it. Or you want to do me kindergarten? Because the Rock can actually act. It's not a tumor. The Rock can yeah. actually act. Arnold is or just Arnold like, had to learn how to act as he was acting. Yeah, they're <laughs> so, like, whatever, dude. He's like, I'll do whatever. <laughs> but like, I feel like the, the Rock is awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. And eventually, has the Rock ever played in a Christmas movie? I don't know. Seems like a waste if not. Does the Scorpion King take place during Christmas? I mean, does he know Jesus is in Nazareth? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but if we I mean, figure it out around the same area, they could like if you we know, figure out Scorpion King some... took place at the same time it's on our list next year. Hell yeah, I'll put it on there. It's it's our definition is if it happens around Christmas. It's a Christmas <laughs> movie. <laughs> Uh, but uh, look, I, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. He will always be down as one of my favorite actors of all time. Um, I like how Sinbad is smaller than Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie. Yeah, Sinbad's Sinbad's a giant, giant dude. dude. He played yeah. for the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sinbad, and again, you're listening to this podcast, you probably don't know who Sinbad is at all. But he's an old comedian from the early 90s. He's fucking hilarious. He's like one of those dudes that I think raised us, you know? He had a bunch of TV shows that raised us. I love Sinbad. Well, he was a necessary reference. Great movie. Also a great movie. Uh, Keanu Reeves. That, that's The Replacements. That is The Replacements. So what's on Necessary Reference? Necessary Reference. Yeah, what is that? It has Scott Bakula in it. Oh, shit. Yeah, it is. Um, and Jason uh, Bateman. Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Team Wolf, too. Yep. <laughs> I'm just going to pull their worst movie out. <laughs> 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 All the other movies he's played in is going to Team Wolf too. <laughs> and everything that people know Jason Bateman from, he's still, still pertinent to this day. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. And let's go ahead and move on to the seventh day of Christmas, Gremlins. Billy Pelser has a nice home. Billy, is that you? Yeah, Ma, it's me. A nice job. A nice girl. 
If you're not doing anything this Thursday night, maybe you'd like to uh, go out on a date with me? I'd love to. And loving parents who were about to give him... You're gonna like this. No, 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 don't shake it. We're gonna have to open it now. It won't wait till Christmas. ...the most unusual gift <laughs> he ever got. What is it? No. It's your new pet. Come on, Barney, be a good dog. My dad gave it to me. But there are a few things to keep in mind. If you expose it to the light, you may hurt it. If you get it wet, it will multiply. All that from water? They got wet? Yeah, plain water. And most important, no matter how much they beg, never, never let them eat after midnight. Because when they do, they change. They become clever. Mischievous. What's going on here? And dangerous. Gremlins, huh? Little monsters. Right. Hundreds of them. Well, I, I don't know, maybe thousands. They've been here too. Billy, what are these things? Where did they come from? Look, I know it sounds crazy, I know. But in a few hours, you're gonna have a major disaster on your hands. Gremlins, directed by Joe Dante. They'll be expecting you. This is the 1984 holiday classic. holiday classic of Gremlins. I didn't see this in theaters because I was one. I, I was just born. When this movie came out. Uh, I did see the sequel in theaters. which I Me think too. It came out in 89. It was a few years after this one. Well, it was definitely after Batman. Yeah, I can tell you that, that much because so they did the Batman symbol. In yeah, the they movie. sure did. They sure did. So Probably it was, was like 89 and maybe 90. It then. may have been 90, 91. Uh, this movie, Gremlins, I was a big fan of because, uh, I don't know, back in the day, if, if you listen to this podcast, uh, movie theaters, uh, movie rental places were around and uh, VHSs were a thing. Where That means you rented a VHS and you took it home and you watched it and you had to return it like the next day or a couple days later. I was all about this movie. I own the Laserdisc. Uh, yeah. I this. Yeah. I, I can't, I'm, I'm not judging you because I definitely have owned laser discs for every major movie that I liked. I definitely had a Terminator 2, Ghostbusters. Yep, yep. At the time, beautiful picture quality, but the most annoying, annoying fucking thing ever. Thing. Yeah. He had to go up and flip it. So, and it was uh, three, if you four don't, discs. If you don't ever don't know what a laser disc is, uh, it's my, a record player. For it's a record player. It's a CD the size of a record. It looked really good. It probably looked like. HD. It's probably it's probably like it was probably DVD, maybe even closer quality to quality earlier when VHS was going on. Yeah. So I remember my dad buying a Laserdisc player, and he kind of kind of freaked out about it, and like this is a Laserdisc player, and I think it cost like him like a thousand fucking bucks. As they do. One of the first movies we had was Terminator One, the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gremlins, and I think the other one was Big Trouble in Little China. Ooh. So those were like the first three big movies that we had on Laserdisc. So you put a Laserdisc on, you put it on, it's just like a record player, you slid it into this big giant machine. So it was, was like a, it was like a CD player. Yes, it was but like a CD player. the size of records. Uh, but it fit into this thing that looked like what you would stereotypically think of as a sound system. So you had your um, equalizer, do all these knob things on the mix of the sound. 
and there was big giant speakers on each side and then that ran on like a thousand chords into this giant tv that the picture wasn't all that great that's the first time i think i ever watched gremlins was on laserdisc that's sad no because the picture was good uh, what was sad about it was halfway through the movie, you had to walk up. Not half, quarter way. Uh, maybe, yeah. There yeah. were like two discs and you had to flip it each time. Yeah. So annoying. So it was like two disc, uh, record size, you would take the disc out. It would tell you you had to take flip the disc Flip disc and boy, did that ruin the mood. Yeah. So just imagine watching a movie and having to flip the disc over halfway through the fucking movie. It doesn't make any sense nowadays. No, not even halfway. That's like one inconvenience. It was like... Two or three inconveniences <clears throat> in that. But the picture was preem. It was good, yes. Okay. Uh, Gremlins, is, this is a classic. First of all, you have to just really appreciate the practical effects. These are all practical effects in this movie. Um, I tried to watch this. With, uh, I always kind of revert back to things I can watch with my kids. Uh-huh. This is a movie that we got halfway through the movie, and I realized... This is rated, I think, PG back when it came out. It was PG. Oh, so, first of all, in the early 80s, everything was rated PG. Uh, yeah. PG was next to R. Yes. So, it's PG, then R. PG-13 didn't come out till later, and it was because of shit like this. It was because mm-hmm. of shit like this, Ghostbusters, and 16 Candles. Yeah, 16 yeah, yeah, yeah. Candles. So, Ghostbusters, you rewatch that now, and you're like... He gets a blowjob from a fucking ghost. Uh, yeah, not only that. By the way, way over my head, never, never made the connection as a kid, because I didn't know no. what that was. I watched that movie a whole so bunch. So, they're like, I can't believe they show this. Like... If a kid knows what it is, you are telling your kid some shit. So, focus on that. Two, um, I mean, the amount of cursing that happens in Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, so, sure. But, I mean, the violence is in Gremlins. My kids have seen Ghostbusters a whole lot. Like, the first one. A mm-hmm. lot. Gremlins, it's still a movie that I've watched. So, Ghostbusters only has, like, a couple scary scenes. Yeah. Gremlins, those things are fucking scary. And it's they're the, gross. It's not even that. There's a, a scene in... Uh, the Gremlins movie where Phoebe Cates is that how you say your name? Phoebe Cates, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of right like yes, yeah, I like kind of uh, yeah, brother. Most uh people our age would probably have a crush on her from the eighties type period. But she tells a story about her uncle dying in a uh, chimney mm-hmm. oh, dressed yeah. as Santa Claus and how it ruins Christmas for her. So me and my wife are watching this with our kids, and this scene's happening. Oh, this brings up the thing where you... You know, you talked about this last year, where you yeah. talked about how hard it is to watch movies with your kids. There's supposed to be four kids where Santa isn't real. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it really screws up their belief of Santa. She had a whole explanation about how Christmas got ruined for her because her uncle, which was pretending to be Santa Claus, died in a fucking chimney. Because he climbed down it. Because, I mean, why would you do that? But it doesn't matter. This is up to one of those movies that I wish I could watch with my kids. I can't watch this with my kids. Until and it's not even the murder it, stuff. It's got to pass the Santa thing. Yeah, it's the past, I have to fast forward to this one scene. You know, the, when you brought that my up. My kids have seen like a lot of murder movies and stuff like that. Like, I, they don't watch They horror. see a lot of murder. A lot of murder. <laughs> yeah. But they don't watch like hardcore like horror movies with me, right. but like I'm not like super, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not super conservative about like horror movies with them. Are like my middle kid's favorite movie is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That they makes kill, sense for yeah, for this her. Nova. I mean, you I know, Nova. Say, that makes sense for Nova so bad. Like that's her. 
I don't even joking. It's literally her favorite fucking movie. I'm like, it's clowns. It's kind of childish. It's kind of creepy. And they oh, kill people. And she fucking loves. They the turn fucking them into movie. popcorn. Yes, she <laughs> loves the movie. Gremlins. She can't watch. That being said, this is a this is a Steven Spielberg Spielberg movie. Like right. Yeah, but it's one. It's that same. It's guy. like he produced it, right? It was produced. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Christopher Columbus? Right? I think it is. Is it? Joe Dante. Okay, yeah, yeah. Chris Columbus wrote it. Okay, there you go. So this is a Christopher Columbus movie, which did, like, Home Alone, a lot of... I mean, look, he's done Harry Potter, I think, recently. He's done... He's done so many things. This, this is this is the same powerhouse that did most of the '80s stuff that you know, Goonies, all of it. Chris uh, Columbus, Steven yeah. Spielberg. I mean, Vegas, movie, Vaca- Vegas, uh, not Vegas Vacation, uh, Christmas Vacation. He's done so much. So Joe Dante is the guy that actually directed it. He's yeah. Done, oh my. Oh, okay. He's done some a lot. good stuff, man. So it's it's just from that crew that's some movies that you've seen. There is not. Too many people I've ever met in my entire life. I mean, it's Gremlins. I mean, you've seen this movie. It's great. But it I think it's so old in your mind you don't realize how creepy and gross it is. Like there is some things that happen in this movie. Like there's when they all murder turn to slime, scenes. There's turn- tons of murder scenes in this movie. I'm talking about not this like softcore murder scenes. There are like they run through towns and just murder people. They watched uh, Snow White at one time or another in this movie, in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And then they murder everybody in the fucking movie theater. But I how think... cute is Gizmo? <laughs> Gizmo is... And how cute and you know, is actually, I... How cute is that goddamn name? It's kind of really sad on our part that we haven't missed Gizmo until this point. I've been waiting. Yeah. I thought you were going to bring it up, but we didn't. And we did I, I couldn't let it go and not mention Gizmo. Gizmo is... It's like, you know, this is like Gremlins 2. Which is also another great movie. It's like one of those properties. I'm surprised we don't have more Gremlins movies now. Um, I'm sure it's probably something that they try to tackle all the time. It's one of those kind of I, premises it might be hard it, to actually tackle. You, you think it's like one of those things that uh, Steven Spielberg protects because he doesn't like doing sequels to things like later? Maybe, but he's just a producer. So yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. he worries that much about it because his name's not tied to it that much. You know, he's from the student, you know, from the... It's why we don't have, like, Goonies and stuff like that. Oh, well, then, then yeah. Then that you would know? make sense, because he was only a producer on that. So, yeah. yeah, that could be it. So, there you go. Let's go ahead and move on to the best day of Christmas that we have Polly on this list. And critics could probably agree, <laughs> disagree with me. The He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. Let's try it. So this movie came out in 1985, and we're going to say movie very, very, very loosely because it wasn't a movie, it was a, a TV special, and it was awesome. Uh, here, here goes Critter. Look, man, this was 80s cartoons to the max. I mean, bad acting for cartoons. So this came out in 1985. How old were you in 1985? One. I was two. But I, my memories of this started in probably like 89. My memories started of this 
this week. So <laughs> well, there's a reason. So it's fresh. <laughs> it started this week because I added this to the list. This is obviously uh, a Chris uh, add to the list. Well, this and Gremlins. These were your two ads. Was it Gremlins? It was oh, Gremlins. okay, okay. I didn't know that. Uh, I think uh, Jingle All the Way I added to No, that was me. Okay. Look, He-Man is one of my favorite properties of all time. Uh, He-Man is no joke. Tattooed on my arm. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Like a big tattoo, too. It, it, it's a giant tattoo. Uh, He-Man and She-Ra special is like on my normal rotation of Christmas things that I watch every year long. Every year around Christmas. It's not because it's a good movie. All right, I'm going to shit on it for a little bit here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, all right, so... Bad acting from these guys. It's One. but it's not bad acting. Orko, it's, it's just the fuck normal acting from He-Man cartoon. Yes, I understand. Yeah, Orko bothers me to no end. He yeah, Orko bothers. Have you not watched the normal He-Man? Cartoon? No, not really. I mean, not since I was a kid. That like He-Man was not my jam. It was Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles. I He-Man, He-Man came out before that. Yeah, and I watched He-Man and I watched Transformers and stuff too. But I was more Ghostbusters. He-Man's 1983, 82, 84. Era. And I was Scooby Doo, Flintstones. I was those kind of. You weren't born. Shut up. I wasn't either. I I'm mean, just uh, saying when you're like you, you don't like look, just relax. Our age is Shira. Shira came out a little bit after He Man. We would have been like watching TV around Shira era. Shira, which is a looking. If you're listening to this, being a He Man fan, you can disagree with me. Shira is a far. Far superior TV show. They took the She-Ra cartoon. He-Man's always in the She-Ra cartoon. Because they just decided... It was a marketable thing. Well, they decided to make them twins, which was not apparent early on. Oh, no, no, that was... And they're like, oh, by the way, we have another daughter. And by the way, we're claiming her now, because before that, she's on another planet. You know what the problem with all that is? She-Ra had the best bad guys. Hordak crew. So it's mm-hmm. all the horror characters. It's the zombies. It's the vampires. It's the werewolves. And then I always try to think about why I thought the Hordak characters were my favorite. It's the ones I grew up with. When He-Man was on the air, I was still in diapers. Okay. She was awesome. So let me get back to it. Yeah. So No, no. I'm not making excuses why this is a bad TV show. So Orca annoys <laughs> me to know and always has, yeah. but whatever. He just, everything, like, hey, Orca, protect the children. Every time they put him in charge of the children, children got abducted. Every time. <laughs> Pick that, someone else. That that happens in the normal cartoon, yeah. Pick <laughs> someone else, dude. Just find Orca's useless. Yeah. It just, like, but it just, it's just annoying. It's just like, stop, stop trusting them. Um, the kids were annoying, but that's regardless. The human kids. The human yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, like, I was watching it, and she was horse. What's the horse's name? Her horse? Glimmer? Something. Yeah, whatever anyway, it is. Anyway, yeah. it was I have a toy of it. I don't know. Anyway, it was totally quiet, and then all of a sudden, bro, but where are the kids? Like, it can fucking talk. <laughs> like, well, Battle Cat talks. Yeah, but Battle Cat, but so did Cringer. Cringer talked. The well, horse. No, Cringer and Battle Cat are the same people. I know that, but okay, Cringer talked, like too. Yeah. It wasn't just Battle Cat talk. Cringer talked. It wasn't horse, just a horse. This horse, he, by the way, and I only watch, I only have the special. I go on. Before somebody, like, gives me a bunch of shit, it's Swift win. Okay, so I will tell you this. I'm, I haven't watched She-Ra, the show on Netflix yet, and I haven't watched. It's good. I heard it's good, but I haven't watched it yet, and I, I don't remember. And we're going to get a bunch of shit because we just said it was good. I also think the Kevin Smith, He-Man TV show is good. Send me your hate. Well, I finished all of that, and I liked it's it. It's good, yeah. But anyway, um, and... The whole thing is, like, I did not expect the horse to talk. And then all of a sudden, it's fucking talking. I'm like, it can fucking talk? But anyway, all the shitting aside, Skeletor 
fucking rocks in this show. I love Skeletor, Skeletor in this the show. Saving Grace of this oh entire special. The fact his voice is like it is cracks me up. That's one. Because that dude is jacked. And then he sounds like this. That's <laughs> like, more of that. It's like, it, it cracked me up because the kid, he kidnaps these kids and then he's just like kind of chatting with them and they're like, but it's Christmas. What's Christmas? It's like, Christmas is when we do all the fun stuff. Fun like fighting? They're like, no, like fun stuff, like presents and this. Skeletor thinks fighting is fun. Like, he's all upset that they don't think fighting is fun. Skeletor thinks fighting is fun. And it just cracked me up because, like, I, like it was so absurd. that He's just like, I'm like, all right, he probably does. So this also does a lot of, like, lore things with He-Man. He-Man's mother... He-Man's half-human. Right. Yeah, I, of course. As all yeah, yeah. Uh, extraordinary characters are always hyper. You have, to, you, have to, uh, you have to have some kind of, like, um... Harry Potter, yeah, yeah, Blade... So, He-Man's mother... I mean, there's more, but the, I, I, I draw it a blank. List goes on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He-Man's mother is from Earth. She was an astronaut. She married a Eternia, which is King Randor. Loyalty. Yeah, just fucking nailed it. Like... First thing she does well, when she, she was gets hot. An alien, alien planet, clap alien cheeks. <laughs> she was hot, and she looked just like Intertia's. Imagine that. I don't care. Human? Yeah. Yeah, yes, they do. They all had bulk, horrible uh, But Eternia, worst fucking barbers in the universe. So, I don't care if that's the center of the goddamn universe. Worst barbers ever. Figure it out. <laughs> so, regardless of all the shit critters gave it, I love you, man. I love the lore of He-Man. This is all my... The lore is great, and honestly, the, the saving grace There's of the show really... was Skeletor. Oh, no. Skeletor is awesome. Because Skeletor had this... Special. Had this I, I don't care about giving spoilers about this. He had this... No, this movie came out in the fucking 80s. He, he had this uh, coming-of-age thing where he... Or not coming-of-age, but, like, he saved the kids, and he's like, Why do I feel this? And they're like, Oh, you just care. And he's like, I don't like it. It's funny. I don't know where you can see this. This is not streaming anywhere that I know of. Look, this is something that came out in 1985. I'm not telling you to illegally download this just so you can watch this. But go ahead and find it online because I don't think anybody's going to press charges. It's not good. Nobody cares about this. It's, it's this is a throwaway Christmas special that we all used to enjoy back in the day. And back in the day, you would watch a cartoon... And there was a, a a special for that cartoon. Alf had it. Uh, Family Matters had it. Name a cartoon from the early, late 80s, early 90s. Everybody had a Christmas special. This was He-Man and She-Ra's Christmas special. And that's why it's important to me. Because he, He-Man and She-Ra was very important to me in the late 80s. I, I, I loved it. I had all the toys of it. And it's important to me. It's so important to me. I have a He-Man tattoo on my arm, and it's not even a joke. I, I really do. I love He-Man. I love She-Ra. This Christmas special is something I watch every single year, regardless of Critter making fun of it right now. It's something I do with my kids. I, I honestly would watch, like, if Skeletor sat in it, like, a wingback chair with a Santa hat on. And, and just, just ran his mouth the entire... Yeah, yeah. I, would fucking love I agree. That. I would I agree. love that. But, like, 1980s Skeletor... Like, I, yeah, I like no, Mark Hamill. No, not Mark Hamill. No, I like Mark Hamill. So, yeah, we've had that conversation, but shut up for a second. I agree with you that the 80s Skeletor, that little whiny voice that he has. It's awesome. I, I love it. Yeah. I think it, it, it it's so contra- 
contradictory to his physical form that it makes it hysterical to me. I think it's because he's like just giant and he's formidable to He-Man in He-Man form. Size-wise, yeah. Yeah, when yeah. He- He-Man's supposed to be the most powerful man in the universe, which, by the way... And then He-Man just walks up to Skeletor and just throws him because he can't use his sword because that was illegal back yeah. in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, well, so. well let's not even, I'm not even talking about that. The fact that he has trouble at all if he's the most powerful man in the universe and he has trouble at all bothers me. Anyway, I would love to watch Skeletor in a wingback chair, Santa hat on, like, just fucking saying weird shit. So... Go watch, if you haven't watched, the He-Man and She-Ra special, Christmas special. Go download that off of whatever special website you use. I will not promote any of them. We're going to move on to the ninth day of our Christmas special, and it is Bad Santa. You have all been chosen for the starring role as Santa Claus. What do you want? What are you doing? When it came to holiday spirit... The who's here is Santa. I'm on my lunch break, okay? Willie's never had it. It's not real. Well, it was real. I got sick and all the hair fell out. How'd you get sick? I loved a woman that wasn't clean. Mrs. Santa? No, it was her sister. Oh, no. But he's gonna get it. You're the kid. Where's your sleigh? It's in the shop. Where's the reindeer? I stable them. Where's the stable? Next to the shop. How do they sleep? Are you messing with me? There's something about the guy that makes me uneasy. Maybe there's something I could fire him for. A man is a sexual being. Yeah. Now, a hopeless kid. Wedgie. And a Santa nobody liked. Are teaching each other a lesson. Is that your underwear? Part of it. Where's the rest of it? Actually, I don't want to know. Put your dukes up. You're going to learn to stand up for yourself. Oh, no. Scream at him. Ah! He is pathetic. Scream! Be loud! Ah! You don't hit enough. What's wrong with you? He's just a kid. I told you I didn't want to do this. Good. This holiday season, the naughtiest guy in town just might discover... He's a really sweet kid, isn't he? Yeah, I guess so. How to be nice. Good night, Santa. Good night, Mrs. Santa's sister. Billy Bob Thornton. So do you like kids? What do you think, I'm some kind of pervert or something? I just mean because you're Santa Claus. Bernie Mac. Get him out of here. What do you mean, get him out of here? I'm a dwarf. So unless you got a forklift handy, maybe you should lend a hand, hmm? Got some lip on you, midget. Yeah? Well, these lips were on your wife last night. Tony Cox. Bad Santa. I beat up some kids today, but it's for a purpose. It made me feel good about myself. You need many years of therapy. How can you go wrong with Bad Santa? It's fucked up, man. It's a fucked up movie. I mean, it's... There's a lot of stuff that happens in this movie that as an adult watching this movie, I feel uncomfortable about. It... It definitely pushes the envelope. It, yes. it pushes the envelope even before things were a little bit stricter like they are now. You know, like being able to say or do This movie things. came out in 2003. 2003. Which is crazy. Like, it seems more of a modern movie. 
It does. Yeah, it, like it came maybe, out. Maybe maybe it's because it's so untraditional for for um, Santa, but it was more mainstream. I saw this in theaters, and it was more mainstream. Yeah, it was more yeah. popular than some of the other less traditional. Santas. And it probably shouldn't have been as popular just because of uh, controversial. I guess it is. So it was controversial, and Billy Bob Thornton was kind of kind of Billy Bob Thornton. It was probably his heyday at this time. Kind of crushing it. At yeah, the yeah, yeah. And I love Billy Bob Thornton. Um, Pretty much everything he's played in, Sling Blade, and earlier well, he, Vanessa. First but of all, he's a good actor. He is. He's so he, I mean, like he's a character actor that can he, he's play a, character a lot of actor that obviously going back to Sling Blade where he played Sling Blade. I mean, it it, it it's a character he wrote for himself, um, and he was also married Angelina Jolie for a short period of time. Yeah, yeah, but he also looked like Billy Bob Thornton. He was married to Angelina Jolie. Like, how do you do that? Well, you got you, you got to be an actor that just crushes it. So I mean, like <laughs> him, Daniel Day Lewis, and then now Leo's in that mix, and Christian Bale, um, just character actors, character actors, yeah, yeah, even yeah. Johnny Depp. Uh, ah, I mean, Johnny Depp's Johnny Depp. No, no you, you, you can pull him out of that. You one go great. ahead and watch other movies that where he's not in a pirates movie. I don't know. My wife would probably leave me in a heartbeat for Johnny Depp. I well, I, I would imagine a lot of women would. I, I would leave you for Johnny Depp. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Best Santa's uh, just a, a raunchy Christmas movie. I felt like we needed a raunchy movie. It always helps yeah, to have yeah, kind yeah. of a raunchy comedy, and, and, and this is raunchy to the raunchiest. It's like, and you're like, it's not and like... raunchy before, like, raunchy was like... No, it uh, was 2003 is... Uh, yeah, it was probably ra- a lot of raunchy movies around that time, but it's like... I mean that's after American Pie, but I oh, mean, okay, okay, but see, yeah, yeah, yeah. he wasn't as ridiculous. So like they had to go to this ridiculous measure of putting a dick in a pie and all this stuff to make it raunchy. Him, he was just a piece of shit in the movie. Yeah, no, no, there's no redeeming qualities about. But there was his redeeming character. qualities. Yeah, that's the whole that, point of the movie. Later, later, later. And it was like he met a kid that was getting bullied, and he was like. I gotta take care of you only in because it was way, convenient in a for mean him. way. But he still this was him. um one of John Ritter's us movies. Yes. Yeah, and then most people may not remember John Ritter, but he was like a um, problem child dad. He was a dad in the nineties. Not helping that either. Uh, I mean, no. he's in Three's Company. Oh, <laughs> no, he was in Three's Company in the seventies. <laughs> Does that help anybody? No, he's no, in no, an no. amazing movie called Stay Tuned. Watch it. It's well, amazing. That that is an awesome movie. Which is the uh, devil. actually anytime that's on, I watch I'll it. I watch it, and it's... you a- absolutely have to watch it. But anyway, John Ritter, there you go. One of his last movies, uh, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac was in it, which has passed away since then. I think not too much after this. Um, so it's got like a bunch of great comedians in it. Overall, it has a it, well, it has the story arc of a person kind of Scrooge hates Christmas and ends up having some some form of Christmas spirit. It's not as... It is definitely not as redeeming as a Christmas carol. It's not, it's not even, like, redeeming as, like, the Grinch. No. No. It, it's it's a good, raunchy Christmas movie. But there is a positive spin on it. There is. Uh, again, this is... It's Bad Santa. Uh, I had never seen the sequel to this. Actually, I haven't either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know there is one, which came out in probably, like, 2006, 2007. Don't quote me on that. I, but I've never seen the, this movie I saw in theaters. I was super happy with it. I watch this movie every once in a while. It's because it's kind of one of those dirty, raunchy movies that, like, Porky's. Remember Porky's? Yeah. Like, it's like I put it up on top of those 
like type of movies. It's just it's a raunchy comedy. Let's move on to the next movie. All right, this next movie is a very classic. TN, so much so TNT or TBS. I don't know what who decided it's TBS. To keep it. I think. Well, TNT originally did it. Now it's TBS. Twenty four hours of a Christmas story. Only one story makes the holiday shine. That star is crooked. A classic tradition that's one of a kind. A Christmas story. Ah, fragile. It must be Italian. It celebrates the spirit of giving. Wow. And songs to be singing. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse Of lights big and bright. Oh, you should see what it looks like from out here. And little ones, naughty and nice. Ho, ho, ho. A yearly tradition. I triple dog dare you. <laughs> Stuffed with delicious new treats. A little bribe never hurts. That make the holidays complete. So run, don't delay. Get your favorite holiday movie today. No, no, I want an official red under carbonation. Do you want to get rid of my leg rifle? Just be ready to shout. You'll shoot your eye out. Ho, ho, ho. No! A Christmas story. When I met my wife every Christmas, I would turn on this channel, it's TBS or T TNT, whatever it was. And I would just watch the movie over and over yeah, again. Yeah, it was. It's it like was what fun you did. On. Yeah, like it's background noise. Yeah, I mean, you watch parts of it, and you're like, "All right, it's gonna be on. I'll catch. I'll catch another part yeah. later, or whatever." This is classic. So it really is. It, it captures. It really captures a classic Americana feel of Christmas. Yeah. And granted, now it probably is not on 24 hours a day because people cannot relate to it like they used yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, generations are just changing, so they're not understanding it. It's still a very good movie. It's still very fun. Maybe I, you guys don't understand Mall Santas like they did back then. I brought my daughter a BB gun based purely on this movie. A BB gun that my wife bitched about the entire time. She should have got her a football. Oh, she has football too. I mean, she plays softball. My my I mean, daughter's that, like badass. But so. that, that's just what they say in the movie. How about a nice football? This has a little bit closer to me uh, in high school. When uh, I was in high school, all years and years and years ago, this was our senior play that they played uh, for drama class. Wow. Yeah. All right. And which was awesome. Did you know, Ralphie was one of the elves in Elf. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, he had a beard in Elf, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, beard pretty much like what you got going on right there. But way longer. <laughs> it's a Christmas story. I mean, what else do you say about the Christmas story? There's so many classic moments in the Christmas story. Uh, there are so many things that kind of they still this hold is true Christmas. Today. It this kind of Christmas. still holds true today too. And this took of... place. Well, it was made in, in 1983, but yeah. it took place in like the 50s or the, the 50s. 40s. I, I want to say the 50s, so yeah. yeah. But honestly, the the story arcs and the and the things that they're going through are very much still kind of the same. Yeah, for sure. This is classic. As we get closer to the inner list, this I mean, this is a classic Christmas movie. Some I know that last time we said we're not going to put classics. You're going to spill in here at some point because I do like the classics because I do. Uh, there's going to be like classics that are never probably going to be a list because I just don't like the movies. What's the the, the bell? 
It's a Wonderful Life. Ah, fuck. That's a boring See, I love that one. It's a fucking boring-ass movie. Oh, man, I love it because this dude was Has it been on our list yet? No. Yeah, exactly, because it's a fucking boring movie. No, it's great because listen to this. It's a guy that's like, my life is in shamble without money, and then he gets money and things are fine. Boom. Wow. Imagine that money fixes everything. Yeah, that's that's the takeaway. No, you know, it's people chipping in like, yeah, 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 money, gotcha. It's great that people help, but it was money that solved the problem. Uh, a Christmas Story, you should go watch it. There is a live-action one on uh, Hulu, which is god-awful. It has a uh, married... Maya Rudolph? Yeah. It's... I like her, though. Yeah, I like her a lot. She's great. She's great in Idiocracy. Idiocracy or... And pretty much everything else she plays in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's good. There's a live action one on Hulu. I think Disney owns that shit now. It's not good. Don't go watch it. Go watch this original version on Christmas Day. I'm. I want to say TNT or TBS does uh, still the 24 hours of it. They should. If they don't, then they may just do 12 hours now. Yeah. Sure. Nobody has the attention span for 24 hours. I don't have the attention span for 24 hours. You should still go watch this movie. If you haven't watched this movie, I'd be really surprised. So go ahead and move on to the 11th day of Christmas. Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Universal Pictures and Imagine Entertainment invite you to experience the magic of the classic story as it comes to life like you've never seen before. In a place where the Christmas spirit is everywhere. Have the best Christmas ever! Well, almost everywhere. Counting down the Christmas clock, old young Blast this Christmas music! It's joyful and triumphant. Jim Carrey is... The Grinch! I must stop this Christmas from coming! From Universal Pictures. But what would I wear? Ho-ho! And Imagine Entertainment. Forgot about the reindeer. Action! Brilliant! Mr. Grinch? I myself am having some Yuletide doubts. Don't care. Maybe if you can reunite with the Who's and be a part of Christmas. Maybe if you can reunite with the Who's and be a part of Christmas. Grow up! If you think you know the whole story. What if it's all just a misunderstanding? This could change my entire outlook on life. Really? No. (laughs) You don't know Grinch. Let's I'm going to throw up, and then I'm going to die! Jim Carrey. No! <laughs> In a Ron Howard film. <laughs> the Grinch. Oh, somebody's fabulous! This is the 2000 version with Jim Carrey. And I'm going to go out on a limb here. This is the superior version of How the Grinch Sold Christmas. Okay. I'll agree with you to an extent. Because Boris Karloff doing the voiceover. So the voiceover with Boris Karloff is the superior voiceover. Because how can you 
you can't beat that. Sure, sure, sure. And then there's also the I just love the animation style that Chuck Jones did at the time. However, however, what I loved was seeing more about the Grinch's life. I like that. Yeah. Because all we saw was the Who stuff and how Who Who's were good and Grinch was bad. It's like And this movie gets a lot of shit because uh Jim Carrey overacted. That was the point. It's Jim Carrey overacting and stuff. But that was the point of this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, this is a... Who said that? No, go read a review. Ugh. Oh, yeah, I know. Don't go read a review. Okay, we're going to we're gonna over... Uh, I'm, Jim, I'm, I'm, I'm now physically, you, I'm physically mad. Are you surprised Jim Carrey overacts something? I am mad that someone would be mad that someone overacted in a movie about people with weird fucking face noses. And it's about made up a made up hey, race hey, hey. and a made up world. They're called who's. I know that's what I'm saying. All right, so I Every, sure. Everything's bothering me about this. Look, um, this movie is like one of those movies that came out in right at 2000. I saw this in theaters. I was all about it. I love this kind of uh, style. Uh, it's like one of those like uh, weird Tim Burton style. Mm-hmm. Movies. This Ron was done by Ron though. Howard. Yeah. Ron Howard, I love. So go yeah, on. yeah, I agree. But so it's like that weird Tim Burton style where he has like a very stylized everything, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but it's Ron Howard, so it, it felt very traditional to yeah, yeah, yeah. the original Chuck yeah, Jones sure. or Boris Karloff sure. yeah. version of the Grinch. And I think that was very important. And this it. is like, and no, I don't think people realize in two thousand, Jim Carrey was still right up there on top of his game. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not talking about. Early 90s would have been like that kind of the heyday of, and I guess if you weren't around or just weren't paying attention to movies at the time, it would have been Mask, it would have been Ace Ventura, it would have been Dumb and Dumber. Oh man, all great movies. And later it would have been like um, The Truman Show, Liar Liar. I mean, and I don't think people realize, but in the 90s, Jim Carrey did no wrong. And then he got a job playing the Grinch in 2000. It's a Grinch, which is awesome. I think he did very well. Yeah, it's great. I loved him. In fact, when he's like going through the phone book, hate, 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 loathe. I love that part. Great movie. It's right up there with the original cartoon for me. I, I love both of them. It explains so I much. I feel like he studied the cartoon and was just a lot. Like looking at that Grinch and be like, all right. I can How can that. I turn that I'm up to 10? going to do that. Hell yeah. I yeah. know this character. And then it, the whole entire movie did the whole entire thing. Of like, the the Grinch was very, uh, maybe one-dimensional in this in the cartoon. And it's like, how do we do the backstory? How do we do... How do we do the story of the Grinch? Where you matter... You care about the Grinch. Mm-hmm. Which, you cared about him in the cartoon, but this one explained all his You backstory. really don't care about him in the cartoon at all. It, it helps no, it only be in a 30-minute show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the animation, so this is why they the had the songs, exposition yeah. of... Well, in the cartoon, it was just him a villain. That's until it. Until he wasn't. He wasn't. This one, they're it's trying hard to... Crew. Yeah, this one, like, he starts off as, like, a person... And then the whole town fucked him over. Yeah. And, and they showed his childhood and how they kind of made fun of him. And it's like... Yeah. Yeah, they bullied him. And these yeah. people are supposed to be like, oh, they're these... Everybody loves people. everybody. I was like... But that they're green bullies. dude... They're bullies. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, screw those people. That is our 11th day of Christmas. And so on our 12th day of Christmas, I am picking a holiday classic. I mean, everyone would really appreciate this one. It's a 1980s little gem known as Die Hard. 
We thank you one and all and wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. It's Christmas Eve in L.A. But a team of terrorists... You want money? What kind of terrorists are you? Who said we were terrorists? ...have their own holiday plans. And I'm telling you, you're just going to have to kill me. Okay. We do it the hard way. But the one thing they didn't plan on... ...was New York cop John McLean. Got invited to the Christmas party by mistake. Who knew? Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, mother... And you'll have it! They've already killed one hostage. This channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Lady, do I sound like I'm ordered a pizza? Come to Papa, honey. Are you really an American? Only if New Jersey counts. What does he think he's doing? Good job. They're using artillery on us. You appear here. This is not the police. It's him. <laughs> He's an easy guy to like. Welcome to the party, pal. And a hard man to kill. Bruce Willis. Die Hard. Did we do this last year as a tool day, Christmas? Yes, yes we did. But how, it stands true as the holiday classic. How are we wrong? Alan Rickman is Krampus. If we're going as Krampus is the villain of Santa, he is definitely trying but to ruin Christmas. Me and Kurt are had a lot of internal debates. About what would be the our Christmas night. There is only one movie that I watch every single Christmas. It's Die Hard. Oh yeah, my family too. I mean, like when I go and visit my parents, my dad is a big big action guy. My dad got me into action movies and yeah, we talked age. about this on the podcast. Like both of our parents have really hooked us on action movies early in our. And childhood. by the way, I went over to Thanksgiving. Die Hard was already out. Oh no, I see he it. already had it out. See, I think he wanted to watch you it. Watch? I think he's confused. I was like, this ain't the right holiday. Do but... you watch Die Hard other than Christmas? I watch Die Hard anytime it's on. See, I I don't. I only watch it during Christmas time because I if know... If it's on, I watch it. Okay, all right. But, but don't, you don't put it on. I don't put it on unless it's Christmas. I know I'm watching it at Christmas or Christmas, more correctly. On Christmas night, no matter what, I put Christmas presents out and then me and my wife sit in bed, turn on Die Hard. We've done that for the past five years now. I go over to my parents' house in the morning, open presents... We we pour mimosas or Bloody Marys or um, Irish coffees. A nice, yeah. And then eat cookies as our breakfast, and then we watch Die Hard. It is never if other if other of our parts of our family are there, like aunts and uncles and stuff, they can be annoyed because they're like, "Can we watch something else? Why are we watching this?" And then we're just kind of like, "No, this is what we do. This is a tradition. Uh, like it's like an hour. Right. It's like whatever it is. Just calm down." We'll get through this. Go do your own thing. Like, go read a book. So, the, the beauty of only watching it on Christmas night, I look forward to it every Christmas. Like, it's like one of my favorite movies. So, I force myself not to watch it mm-hmm. until Christmas happens. And then when Christmas happens, like, you know how you watch a movie and you, like, play on your phone or something like that? No. My phone goes down. And I sit there, like, my hands on my cheeks, like a little girl. And I go, and I watch the entire movie intently. So, let me ask you this. Is it is it just me, or is it 
that the older you get, the more you really like it. Alan yeah. Rickman's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like, sure. you like Bruce Willis, you're like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, fine. Yeah, I think fine, it's fine, like, fine, 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 fine. It's, it's, it's beyond that. It's like what we know as we got older about Alan Rickman. We like Alan Rickman more. Sure. But you know, honestly, like it's, man, not, it's Snape. It, it, it's all his character he's yeah, played you know, in his entire life. Is it that that builds into it? I think so. Like, the more I watch it, I'm like, like yeah. I don't. It's not that I agree with him. It's not like a Fano snap. Like I get what you're doing. Like no, no, no everything no, no. this guy's doing is wrong. It's bad. Yeah, yeah it's bad. But it's, it's like, not even that. It's like you, like you watch. Like a, of course, as you, the years go on, you start watching like the documentaries or whatever happens about the movie, and like the people that got jobs on this movie was because how well they acted in the movie. Uh, the guy that was like breaking us the safe. Mm-hmm. He only he was supposed to die in like the first ten minutes of the movie, but he acted so well. They're like, "Oh, we got to keep you along until the end." And of the then movie. you made it in a Walker, Texas Ranger. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, see, those are like the little key things that happened in Die Hard. Where I'm like, it's such a perfect movie, and I rarely throw around perfect movie. Die Hard is a perfect movie. That is a that is a tall statement, well, dude. I put. Very rare movies into perfect movies. It's like Die Hard. It's Blade Runner. It's <laughs> Jesus. You you dick. You dick. It's very rare movies that I put into like a perfect movie. It, it it's Die Hard is one of those movies that I really do consider a perfect movie. It's also one of the movies that I have so many memories about. It's so many uh, traditions that I now have. Was my family. It's and it's you know honestly even with the introduction of new technology, it's almost timeless. Yeah, it really is. I mean, like, I mean, it could be easy there's to explain. There's nothing in this movie that you can go. Well, if you just called on a cell phone, yeah, like you can't do that. Yeah, because I mean, like, he calls the police through. Yeah, 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 yeah. And by the way, they were mad about it. But yeah, I mean, they like, were. <laughs> but I mean, the whole thing is like he could have broke his phone. He could have left his phone. Like he left his fucking shoes. Like. That's a big plot point that plays a role in the movie later on that Alan Rickman, Alan Rickman exploits. So it was back when like an action movie was an action movie. Mm-hmm. We don't have action movies like this anymore. But flip all this. Everything we're talking about, we're poly- we've always talked about this. We're going to probably have a full movie review of the Die Hard series eventually. This movie is a perfect Christmas movie. And that's the, the main the main reason why this is on the list. It's a Christmas movie. There's a lot Go of arguments. On. There's a lot of arguments about why this is not a Christmas movie or it is a Christmas movie. This is a Christmas movie. It takes place literally Christmas Day. Now, there's a lot of people that are going to be listening to this podcast that listened to last year's podcast. And they're like, wait, 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 wait. This was your pick from last year. This is our pick from last year. Die Hard was our 12th night of Christmas from last year. It is also our pick for Christmas this year. I don't really have an explanation for that. Other than it is the perfect Christmas movie every year. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. I mean, what else can you say other than that? It's Die Hard. Ho, ho, ho. I have a machine gun. Now I have a machine gun. So that has been our 12 days of Christmas. Literally, the only thing we want to say is, like, thank you for sticking with us from the Halloween podcast, Halloween, uh, the, the Christmas podcast. We love doing lists like this. Oh, I yeah, know. the lists are fun. Yeah, lists are fun. 
Uh, I know we haven't released that many podcasts since 2019, but uh, the Christmas and the Halloween specials that we've been doing over the past two years, it, they've been great. It's kind of crazy to us. We look at numbers for podcasts and stuff like that. We've had so many downloads for our podcast. We've only released three, four podcasts in the past two years, right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, I don't want to admit that either, but yeah, that's yeah, what that's we've been it. doing. But then the reason why the, the list thing kept happening is we started it before the, all of this happened, but it was a reason to like continue to hang out and do stuff because, I mean, like, life gets in the way. And honestly, the older you get, you have to have an excuse to hang out. It's no longer, can we hang out? So this is fantastic. This is the Christmas spirit. It's giving. It's hanging out with friends. It's loved ones. It's hanging out with people uh, you care different. about. Me and Critter, we hang out all the time anyway. That's not we, true. I'm sorry. Me, me and Critter see each other every once in a while, other than podcast-wise, but we want to continue to do the podcast. The podcast is a great way to, like, just It's an excuse for us to hang out. Yeah. It really is. Look, we totally appreciate the downloads that happens on the podcast, the, the follows that happens on social media, and the numbers we see on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts and stuff like that. We've had so many downloads over the past two years when we haven't released a new podcast other than maybe four, if you want to count the one you're listening to now, which doesn't even make any sense to us. We really, 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 really appreciate it. We really do. We've got on this podcast before. We're not promising anything in the future, but we really do appreciate y'all listening to this podcast. This has been our Christmas special. Our second annual Christmas. Second annual Because that Christmas. implies there's going to be a third. And by the way, we already have a good... No, 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 no. Good I, I actually, Critter ruined most of the night putting together a, a third Christmas ruined. special. Ruined. Ooh. No, he stopped talking to me totally. Yes. Played uh, on his phone and he was like, I'm going to put together another series. You notice when you do my voice, you go a lot higher. Well, your voice is higher. I know, but mine's deeper. It, uh, that's that's it, how people know our voice is different. Yeah, but you didn't have <laughs> like go Skeletor. Skeletor. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what? If you went Skeletor, ah, maybe. So that has been our twelve days of Christmas. As you know, this list keeps on growing, and if you didn't, if you didn't hear it, this list, guess what? There's a third list coming. It's already kind of made. And if if some of the stuff, you may check the list before, which we advise you do. As usual, every single year, you're going to hear this list and you're going, why isn't this movie on this list? That I swear to God, it's probably on last year's list. Or if it wasn't on last year's list, it may be on next list. And by list. the way, these lists are strategically made to be very well-rounded, so it's not all of our favorite stuff all in one list. It's not our favorite Christmas movies. It's the best way to enjoy 12 days of Christmas until the holiday comes. So enjoy it. Let us know what you think. If you like the list. Um, I know there's a lot of lists out there. But like I said. This is not the end all beat all list. This is the list for this year. There's going to be another. And there's one before. And, and before we close out. I just want to. You just touched on something that was like super key. And we're going to go ahead and close out. And uh, close the podcast. There are some shit lists out there. That if came out this year. Which just disgusted me. Somebody put fucking Home Alone 3 on a list. And we're I'm not gonna mention names because they're way bigger than us. Home Alone 3 is in our top ten Christmas movies of all time. I mean I disagree, but go on. I've never seen it of all time. Of all time, it's a I haven't seen Home Alone 3 yet. I know for a fact it's not a good movie. 
That was a direct, probably to VHS. Yes, it was, right? To VHS, that's how old it is. So I know there's a new version of it, mm-hmm. uh, like a sequel sequel on Disney Plus. Home Sweet Alone, Home Alone, or Home Sweet Alone, one of them. Something, right? On Disney Plus. Yeah. That's probably better. Home than... Sweet Home Alone, that's it. What some, a twister. Some, some people put that on their top ten movies. Home Sweet Home Alone or Home Alone 3? Home Alone 3. Okay, because Home Sweet Alone... It just came out. Yeah, I heard good things, though. But he also has the, the pneumatic, like, fucking pool ball shooter. That would destroy a person. That would kill a person bad. Because if you watch... I mean, most of what happened to sure, him sure, sure. would kill people. But if, but... You watch, if you watch Zombie's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, the dude built a, an, a gun just like that. Yes, he did. Destroy yeah, 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 yeah. He did, zombies. He did. Go follow us on Twitter, Instagram... Thank you for following our podcast. We so appreciate the follower that we have had. People that's listened to our podcast over the years. We can't even explain how crazy it is for a couple of nerds sitting in a nerd room that people want to listen to us, uh, listen to our lists, listen to any, literally anything we had to say over the fucking past. How many years we've we been doing this? Seven. Has it been that long? Something like that's, that. That's sad for one thing. No. Four, five. No, it's over four or five. We've been we haven't done it in two years. Okay, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. There you go. I don't know. Once you hit thirty, time doesn't matter. Look, I'm about to be forty in a couple of years, and I've been doing this for most of my life, adult life. Let's go with adult life. So I really so appreciate everybody that listens to this podcast. That means literally the world to us. It, that's why we keep doing this podcast. Um, more to come, baby. More to come. Um, you'll either hear from us soon. If not, you'll hear from us in Halloween for a Halloween special next year. <laughs> I have been your host. I am Star Chris. And I'm Critter. And good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds. Oh, oh, oh. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. I have a machine gun. <laughs>